It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me slash growth. That's hbs.me slash growth. Minute to play. Put. Double teamed off the pick and roll. Retreats out with the left hand. Dribbles it off the foot of Hill. It rolls into the backcourt. He picks it up with five. He accelerates in the front court with four. He rises and fires with three. He hits the three and sinks the Pelicans. And the Jazz will win it tonight. 107-97 the score. Timeout Alvin Gentry. Rodney Hood. You are Locked On Jazz. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz. It is 7th of June. We'll take a look at what agents and players are doing right now. Check in on the NBA Finals and analyze a little bit of a draft pick analysis. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, I got a, a long email from a guy by the name of Jacob Morgan. I love the effort. I didn't totally agree, but it's worth going over. His sample size is smaller than the work I did, but it's worth reviewing 24 and 30. And what we're going to get out of the pick. So let's we'll do that on the show. NBA Finals talk coming up. And uh, just kind of a little status check on where things are. So that's the plan. Uh, hope you're great. Thanks for tuning in. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you all the insight about the NBA and the Jazz every day, Monday through Friday, usually. Uh, so grab it and grab a hold of it. Today's show is brought to you by Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Devin has been with us from the very beginning. And if, if this summer you're planning on buying or selling a house, then Devin Cash is the guy to do it with. In fact, the great part about Devin, he puts no pressure on you, so he is more than willing to just give you a market analysis and help you determine your home's value to figure out what the right move to make it. So if you're just thinking about the possibility of selling your house or or doing something, call Devin, 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. He's worked with numerous locked-on Listeners and all of the reports back are great. Devin, when I first met him, I asked, well, how do you approach real estate? He said, with the heart of the teacher. I want my client to feel comfortable in any situation. I hope uh, I love working with first time home buyers because I can guide them through the process start to finish. Uh, it was a great email from Zach Campbell, who moved here uh, from Hawaii, where he's going to pharmacy school. And it was Devin's relationship with other realtors and with people that on a house with multiple bids. It was his inter- interpersonal skills, wrote Zach, and real estate savvy that has uh, returned them to the mecca of the Utah Jazz and the house that they want because of the work of Devin Cash. So today's show brought to you by Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate, 801-759-1495. Uh, you're hearing all these stories, Chris Paul, maybe this, maybe that, and you wonder... 
what's going on? W- what is taking place right now? We're, we're a month away from free agency. But what happens now is every agent, there's not a lot that's going to happen in the league for the next 15 days or before the draft. So maybe you know 12 days. So every agent is at this point calling around to every GM and saying, hey, by the way, um, you know, these are my clients. What's your feeling on them? And so let's say you, you call Atlanta. Atlanta's sitting there right now with um, somewhere in the range, depending on what they do, they could have anywhere up to, um, you know, their cap space. They, they're 31 million, I think, over the cap right now. And so you would say, um, but, you, you know, they have a bunch of free agents. Hey, if Millsap goes, what are you guys planning to do? And just get a vibe for your client on what the possibilities are. So, the you know, the Chris Paul San Antonio situation, Chris Paul's agent is calling San Antonio and saying, well, are you legitimately interested? Okay, well, if you hold on to all your contracts, you're well over the cap. Okay, and they're like, well, if we do this and with our seven free agents and we do this and that, we would have – uh, we could probably get it to this range. Uh, how interested are you? So what, what's happening is that clients, and players, and agents are sitting down. Otto Porter is walking through all of his options with his agent and trying to figure out, okay. And then it's not as though anything happens on July 1 that it should really be surprising to you in any way, shape, or form. So that's... That's the first thing to realize is that nothing is happening July 1 in regards to who you're meeting with, what's taking place. Um, that's that's a surprise. These agents, uh, if, if they're good, and most of them really are, it's why it's important to have a really good agent, uh, are sitting around and working with the teams and have already walked through every scenario. Hey, if you trade Paul George... Are you holding on to Miles Turner? Yes, okay. Uh, if you trade Paul George, are you interested in, in what are your, you know, Jeff Teague leaves. So, what you know, you're trying to find out each and every move so that you can be prepared uh, for your client. So, uh, that just be aware of that. Same thing with Gordon, what's going on right now in every free agent. Uh, that's what's taking place with their free, with everybody over the next 10 days or so. And then... And then probably in about 12 days, we're going to have some earthquake-type moves across the landscape. And I think we're going to have a really nutty uh, 48 hours before draft into July 15th. I think it's going to be insane. All right. Uh, NBA Finals Game 3 tonight. Here are a few things I think that are worth keeping an eye on. First is there's this discussion of pace and everyone is saying well Cleveland's got to slow it down I'm not sure this is fair to Cleveland Uh, one is Cleveland uh, let's start with the first thing one is Golden State during the season was just as good in slow-paced games as they were in high-paced game we when the Jazz when the Jazz played the Warriors we went and analyzed all this and if you take them down to you know well below their average, their bottom 20% of pace of play games, their offensive rating is actually the exact same as it is when they get out and go. They are an unbelievable offensive team in the half court just as much as they are when they're in transition. It's, 
it shows that they're much more, you know, it's much more forceful and, and demonstrative when they do it in transition with a big dunk or a three and the crowd goes crazy. So number one is the, the premise of that that is how you slow down the Warriors, I think, is flawed. The second thing is you have to look at who this Cavalier team is, and to some extent they're a great offensive team because when they get open floor and some of the guys they have to get going are Darren Williams and Kyle Korver and some of their uh, help guys, and th- those guys need the space. J.R. Smith, they need the space of transition. Against the Warriors' half-court defense, they're not going to be able to do a lot. That, I think, would be a ve- is going to be a very difficult stretch if you end up with Cleveland playing slow-down half-court game. They would end up into almost exclusively and only LeBron James-type um, action. So I, I think there's that this is a little bit flawed. Now, with that said, Golden State will slow down. They do on the road. They run much more at home than they do on the road. So this Game 3 will be at a bit slower pace just because Golden State, for whatever reason, runs. They still run the most of any team in the league on the road, but they run much less on the road than they do at home. So that's going to change things uh, in a lot in, in many ways. I will say I feel as though here's where I think Cleveland has to make an adjustment and has to make a change. I feel as though there's been a level of hubris to what Cleveland has been doing in this series in that I feel as though they were so confident after rolling through the Eastern Conference that I don't feel they were willing to alter what they did. I think they think thought, you know, we'll come out, we'll do our thing, and it'll be good enough, and they've gotten blown out twice. Now you have to dramatically change uh, what you're doing. That's what David Thorpe talks a lot about in Locked on NBA on the full podcast edition of Locked on NBA uh, this week. It's a really, really good show, by the way, uh, with David Thorpe. Uh, and, and his analysis of what takes taking place. But I think that um, you, you've got to change things. Cleveland's got to change some things up. The first thing is you cannot have Curry and Durant making all of the offensive plays. There has to be a level where when you talk about this game, maybe it's Clay Thompson gets hot, maybe it's Draymond Green gets hot, but that either Curry or Thompson is not, excuse me, Curry or Durant is not the one making all the plays. Curry and Durant are too much the centerpiece of everything that's taking place here, which questions whether or not there's a game plan to take them out of their action. You've got to at least take one of them somewhat out of what they regularly do. You have to alter the way Golden State plays. If you let them play as Cleveland did in games one and two, their regular fashion with their primary guys getting their looks, you are going to get absolutely slaughtered. Today's show is also brought to you by SeatGeek. Use the promo code LOJAZZ and you will receive a $20 rebate on your first purchase with SeatGeek. Here is why you want the SeatGeek app. SeatGeek has compiled all of the tickets from all around the areas to whatever upcoming event might be taking place. And so you can immediately go look and see and not have to go search 23 different places. Then they have a proprietary deal on their website, which is called the Ticket Score. And what the ticket score lets you do is know what's the best uh, ticket that's available. So a lot of things coming up in the Salt Lake area. Uh, Whatever it might be that you want to go see. Do you want to go see, um, I mean, 
the Maverick Center has got new kids on the block with Boyston Men and Paula Abdul coming up on Friday, uh, June 9th, and you could get your tickets via SeatGeek there. You've later this, uh, you've got Collective Soul coming to the San- Sandy Amphitheater. You get tickets uh, for that. You've got uh, all sort. Def Leppard is coming to USANA uh, with Tesla and Poison. The world is taking a full circle. All these great events, all of them, you can just go to SeatGeek, click on the app. It'll give you what the best ticket prices are that are available for you, uh, as well as what the best deals are available for you, not just the cheapest ones. Enter in the promo code LOJAZZ, and you'll get a $20 rebate. So go to the settings tab and enter in the promo code LOJAZZ after you've downloaded the SeatGeek app, and you will find a brand-new ticket-buying experience with SeatGeek. All right, I want to go to the email I got. I love the work that Jacob Morgan did. Yesterday I made the comment, the picks after 11 in the NBA draft have historically been 50-50 on being um, rotation players. Okay, so let's make sure that we clarify what I said. Over history, so this is about a 15-year study, that picks 11 through 30 are about 50-50 on being a rotation player. He quibbles with me over the last... Five years of picks, 20 through 30. So we're 21 through 30. So we're in a different realm of picks. Um, I also quibble a little bit of whether we know on the 2015 draft picks yet. Do we know whether Kevin Looney, Chris McCullough can actually play or not? But let's let's run through it. So he says that, hey, in, the la- in 2015-16, there are... Um, six yeses and four noes. And and I would disagree. I think he's overly generous. Rotation player in the NBA. So Justin Anderson is not a rotation player in the NBA. He was 21. Bobby Portis looks like he probably will be. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson will be. Tyus Jones of Minnesota, we don't know yet. Um, I would say he's probably not a rotation player. He shot 39% in two years. Darrell Martin is not a rotation player yet. Uh, Nikolai... Maludovic is not in the NBA yet. Larry Nance is a rotation player. RJ Hunter, I think, is out of the league. Chris McCullough has been injured but has, and has played limited. We don't know really yet. And Kevin Looney has been injured but hasn't shown a rotation player. So he called that six yeses. I'm calling that three yeses. Bobby Portis, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Larry Nance. And I think there's some unknowns there. I think it's too early to really do that draft class yet. 2014. Mitch McGarry is out of the league. That's a no. Jordan Adams is out of the league. That's a no. Rodney Hood's a yes. Shabazz Napier is not a rotation player in the NBA. Clint Capella is a starter. That's two. P.J. Harrison is out of the league. Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, for Phoenix, I think, is the different Bogdan Bogdanovich. Not the one that um, he has not played in the league yet. Um, I believe he. there's two of them. He has not played in the league yet. C.J. Wilcox is a non-rotation player. Josh Hustis has played seven games in two years as a non-rotation. Kyle Anderson, I would say, is a yes. So in the 2014-14 season, uh, Rodney Hood is a rotation player. Clint Capella is a rotation player. And Kyle Anderson is a rotation player. He had that as eight. I don't want to criticize. He had that as eight yeses. Um, I don't think he quite knows who some of these guys are. but So the rotation players here. So I'm actually, what was interesting, and the reason I'm doing this is because he emailed me saying I was wrong. And I actually am more stunned that 24 and 30 in the last two years, 24 and 15, not counting 16, 
only six of 20 players are actually having an impact in any way uh, in from the 2014-15 draft classes. Bobby Portis, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Larry Nance Jr., Rodney Hood, Clint Capella, and Kyle Anderson. I mean, Hood really tells you how an exceptional pick Hood is. Okay, in the 2013 draft, Gorgie Zhang, yes. Mason Plumley, yes. Solomon Hill got paid, so I guess yes, but he's out of the rotation most of the time. But I'll give him a yes. Tim Hardaway, yes. Reggie Bullock, no. Andre Robertson, absolutely five. Rudy Gobert, six. Uh, John Charles out of San Antonio hasn't come over yet. Archie Goodwin, no. And Nedevic, no. Um, Archie Goodwin, I think, is probably out of the league. So that's six. That's a pretty good year. And that and that this is where it gets in. Now you start, you know, backing it up a little bit. And um, though most of those guys impacted pretty early, Hardaway clicked in a little bit this year. Twenty twelve draft, Evan Fournier, yes. Jared Sullinger. Don't know. He's been so injured the last two years. He's played 6,000 minutes. I'm going to give him a yes. Fab Mello's passed away. John Jenkins, no. Jared Cunningham, no. Tony Roten, no. Miles Plumley. Um, wait a sec. Did I just give the wrong? Miles Plumley has gotten a huge contract, but he played 13 games, played 45 games last year at 11 minutes a game. I'm going no. Arnett Moltaire, no. Perry Jones, no. Marcus Teague, no. Festus Azili, yes for a period of time. So that year was three and maybe four if you give Plumlee the edge, but that's not really what you're looking for there. He's not a rotation player. Um, 2011, don't, Donatus Moniunis, I would say yes. Nolan Smith, no out of the league. Kenneth Freed, yes. Nikolai Mirotic, yes. Reggie Jackson, yes. Marshawn Brooks out of the league. Jordan Hamilton, out uh not a rotation player, but he's – oh, that's different. That's Jordan Hamilton out of the league. John Juan Johnson out of the league. Norris Cole had a rotation player run, maybe. Corey Joseph, yes, six, and Jimmy Butler, seven. So that's a good run. That one is a good uh, – it's actually six. I, I got six there, not seven. And Norris Cole's a little questionable. And you have Jimmy Butler as an all-star. So – what I thought was interesting about this is, one, um, over the last five years and 50 picks, 19 of 50 are rotation players. So it's it's less than 50%. Uh, and in the last two, in the 2014-15 years, it's only, you know, in, it's, in other words, in the immediate, before some other guys develop, it's less. Um, and it... Rangers from three to six. Uh, and the six, I think, is a little generous. Um, Norris Cole could be a five, right? I mean, he's kind of been on the fringe of a rotation player. And uh, and I think Solomon Hill got paid, so we're going to have to give him um, that one. Gorgie Zhang, Plumley, Hill, Hardaway, Robertson, and Gobert. So you've got two all-stars in Jimmy Butler and Rudy Gobert. So, you know, that's the other one. You're going to get an all-star. Two out of 50, 4% are, all, are an all-star. And starters, are you going to get a starter between 24 and 30? Uh, in the 2015-16 year, 
there's a chance Bobby Portis could end up starting one day, but as of right now, you don't have a starter. You've got Rodney Hood and Clint Capella. You've got two starters. Gorgie Zhang has started. Gobert is a starter. Robertson is a starter. Hardaway is probably not a starter. He's been in and out of the starting lineup. Um, I'll give Mason Plumlee a starter, though. Six. Fournier um, is a starter. Um... Seven. Fareed has started a lot. Eight. Miritich has a starter quality. Nine. Reggie Jackson's a starter. Ten. And Jimmy Butler is 11. So 11 of 50 are starters. So that's what you're really possibly getting 24 through and 30. You got a 4% chance for an all-star. You got a 22% chance for a starter. And you over the last five years, you have a 38% chance for a, ro- a solid rotate regular rotation player, it's tough. These are these are tough picks to if you're gonna you know Dennis is great, but he's definitely bucking the odds if he changes um, if he pulls off another Rodney Hood. Uh, remember SeatGeek promo code L O Jazz and Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Uh, give Devin a call at 801-759-1495. This has been Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you download Locked On NBA with David Thorpe this week. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Hi guys, this is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.